Hey guys, welcome to another episode. In today's episode, I'm going to talk I'm going to be talking to you guys about slander. Now, Google's definition of slander is the action or crime of making a false spoken statement damaging to a person's reputation. Basically making a false uh and damaging statement about someone. Uh some synonyms for this word is um misrepresentation of character, um character assassination, lies, slurs, speaking ill or evil of, uh, misrepresentation. Um, basically in this world and in the, and in the, and in the society of social media that we live in, a lot of people don't think twice about what they say about people, whether it's true or not. It's important that when we open our mouth, because the Bible says that we have the life and death and the power of our tongue. So it's important that when we open our mouth, that whether the statement is true or not, it's how we say it. And it's important to speak good, kind words about people. And I, yes, we should call out people on what they are doing wrong or what they have done. But most of the time in social media, a lot of celebrities get slander thrown on their name because they're a celebrity and a lot of people feel like they can just take advantage of celebrities say whatever they want to them as if they're not human and as if them themselves are not human and they wouldn't want to be talked to in that manner even in what we say online you know whether we're tweeting something whether we're typing something whether we're posting something it's important to know that a lot of people can see it like nowadays you can post something and And it could go viral or a celebrity can respond to it. We have to understand that even in what we post, even in what we say publicly, privately, on the Internet, understand that not only is God seeing it and God knows the motive behind it, but a lot of people are viewing not only your videos, but your posts. And we should um, be careful in what we say because the Bible even says that we should have, um, we should basically keep our tongues in check and we should have a bridle over our tongue. So basically we shouldn't just say anything and everything that maybe you think of, or maybe that the devil puts in your head. We have to understand that we have unseen enemies such as the devil and his demons that we don't see but they're influencing us. They're putting thoughts in our minds that if we say it out loud, we could, you know, hurt someone's feelings, crush someone's spirit. We can cause someone to commit suicide. We have to understand that the power of life and death is in our tongue. You can take that figuratively, metaphorically, literally. It's important that what we say, that what comes out of our mouth, that it can have an effect, a physical and a spiritual effect on someone's peace, on someone's mindset. You know what I mean? So um, the Bible talks about the tongue and talks about um, words a lot. And in Proverbs ten eighteen it says, the one who conceals hatred has lying lips and whoever utters slander is a fool. So like I said, a lot of people don't think twice about what they say, whether it's true or not. We should speak with love. Our motive should be love. And a lot of people's motive is not love. It's clout. I want clout. I want attention. I want to throw this person 
under the bus. I want to make myself look better. I want to make myself look good. And these are all attributes and qualities basically of a demon and basically of someone who is not operating in the love of Christ. Um, James 4.11, do not speak evil against one another, brothers. The one who speaks against a brother or judges his brother speaks evil against the law and and and, and uh, judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. And Exodus 20.16 says, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Now, it's so important what is in our heart. Because the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So why is it so quick for people to slander someone? It's because their heart may be filled with unforgiveness. Their heart may be filled with jealousy. We don't know what is in people's hearts, but God does. The Bible says that uh, men look at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. Now, I I believe that verse is talking about salvation. Whatever it's talking about, it's important to know that um, a lot of people are not going to say in response to what you tell them, oh, I'm not going to worry about what they said because I know their heart is jealous. People don't think about that. People think a lot about the outward appearance and, and people take offense so quickly. You know what I mean? So it's important in what you're saying, if it's not edible or encouraging or if it's not factual, you know, the old saying goes, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. I feel like a lot of people don't under don't understand the power of words. They underestimate the power of words and they underestimate what someone can do to themselves or how they're hurt from what they said, how that person can go and hurt someone else. Cyberbullying is something that I learned about and that I grew up uh, learning um, in school. And cyberbullying is so powerful because... So many people, because of social media, have been flustered with opinions, death threats, and they tend to either be heavily depressed, insecure, or they end up taking their lives. And this is all the trick of the enemy. The devil wants more and more people dying, period. And he definitely wants people dying in their sins, meaning while the person was alive, they didn't believe on Jesus Christ for their salvation. So the devil is working day and night to keep, uh, to get people dead and not only dead, but he wants people to die in their sins. He wants people to die and go to hell. And he wants people distracted from the truth of Jesus Christ. And he doesn't want people to believe on Jesus Christ while they're alive, because he knows that if people believe on Jesus Christ while they're alive and they, and they put their faith and trust in the shed blood of of Jesus for their sins, he knows that more and more people will have the Holy Spirit and will be saved and will go to heaven and have eternal life. The devil's plan is for more and more people to die in their sins. He wants people dead and he wants people to die lost. Um, and I want to encourage you guys um, to not focus on the uh, words of the world, to not focus on the words or the thoughts that the devil is putting in your head, I want you to focus on the word of God. I want you to understand how God sees you, how God views you. I want you guys to focus and read and listen to the word of God. Um, and there's this YouTuber named Renee Roland, and she basically um, not only shares the gospel, uh, but she 
educates people on different verses in the Bible that we may take out of context or that we may be confused about. Because I know growing up when I read the Bible, I didn't understand it in a sense where I just used it to condemn myself or it was very condemning reading the Bible when I was young because I didn't know that the Bible doesn't contradict itself. Everything coincides and a lot of people misinterpret uh, scripture uh, and they misunderstand it because they don't understand like the context and how the Bible basically foreshadows itself. So like stuff in the new Testament foreshadows stuff in the old Testament. Uh, no, uh, stuff in the old Testament foreshadows stuff in the new Testament and in the new Testament, it foreshadows, it foreshadows and explains things in the old Testament, you know? So some things that I would be confused about is like different verses about hell and salvation and just different things. And why I love Renee Rowland is because she explains some of the verses that religious people would use against believers to either hint that oh we can lose our salvation or you know different things like that so it's important when I say read the word of God it's important to understand that that the Bible can be confusing when it is read out of context all right so um back to my point um with the words that we say um not only with the words that we say but the music that we listen to We have to understand that music is words basically over a beat and people can interpret music in different ways. And we have to understand that music can influence our thoughts. Music can influence our spirit. So it's important, you know, to listen to gospel music, to listen to uplifting music. Um, There's a lot of ratchet, uh, worldly music out there. And yeah, you may enjoy that, but understand if it's not profitable to your spirit, if it's not profitable to your growth, you know, with 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 your relationship with God, then it's not going to help you, you know. So first Peter two one says, so put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. Ephesians 4, 31 through 32, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. So the moral of this story is um, through Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. You know, the Bible says that whosoever believes on Jesus Christ shall not perish, but have eternal life. Basically, salvation is a free gift and and Jesus and his sacrifice that he made, he paid the debt for our past, present, and future sins. No, we should not keep on sinning and keep on using our tongue to hurt one another because there are earthly consequences for things like lying and things like stealing and things like just different things. But it's important to know that salvation is a free gift and we should be sharing the gospel with others. We should be opening our mouths and sharing the gospel with others. And um, we should be honest, whether we're in court or not in court. And there's so many people that it's just so easy for them to lie and they don't care about lying. They don't care about the consequence that lying can have on someone's family or someone's peace. So, I mean, so many people just lie like vicariously. I know that I struggle with that. 
I struggle with just lying vicariously as if I don't know that lying is wrong or as if I don't know that God knows that I'm lying or that, you know, so we should definitely um, just shut our mouths and only open them when we have something factual and encouraging to say. Um, words can be used against us. The Bible says that we're going to have to give an account for every careless word we speak. So if you think you're getting away with lying, or if you think you're getting away with just careless words that you're speaking, you're not, um, now for the believers, um, for believers in Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. And on judgment day, you will uh, have rewards given to you or rewards not given to you. Now for the unbelievers, um, obviously all their sins are on their account and they're damned to hell. So obviously, regardless, um, we should be careful with what we say and understand that words are powerful. There's a saying that goes, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That is the best lie that the devil has ever told because words do hurt and words will cause someone to kill themselves, literally kill themselves and commit suicide by just something that I said versus, okay, if I beat someone, that pain will eventually wear off and I'll move on. Of course, I'll remember the beating, but physical beatings and like, physical uh physical hurt does not compare to what someone says to me it's like when when someone says something to you it's just like it just sticks to your spirit and it just sticks to the inside of you and it's just like wow like that can really hurt someone or it can really uplift someone you know what I mean so we should use our power for good and we should use our tongue for good and we should speak good things. And regardless of how you feel about someone, you might not want to say it because if you say it and if they take it the wrong way or or if it's not uplifting to the situation, you know, you really can do more harm than good. So that's my message on slander. We should really be careful with the words we say, with the things we post, and it should be encouraging and uplifting. And just know that with sharing the gospel, uh, you may have people who are receptive to it, if they're a believer or not, or you may have people who are not receptive to you sharing the gospel and sharing Jesus, but still share the gospel and still um, speak about Jesus because we are here to be born again. We are here and we were born to come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ and believe in him for our salvation. No one just automatically goes to heaven. No, no, no. That's not how it works. You must, and anyone who is alive, you must believe on Jesus Christ for your salvation and believe that what he did for you, his death, burial, and resurrection saves you alone. Anyone who adds works to what Jesus did for them or anyone who adds works to the gospel or anyone who thinks that their works are saving them. Salvation is not what Jesus did plus what you can do. Salvation is not a deal. It is a done deal. It is what Jesus did. It's how you believe it or not. So I just wanted to clarify. I just wanted to clarify that. But yes, we must and we need to be kind to others. Um, that's all I have. Thank you guys.